0: Warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery, and may cause you to become confused as to what liquids you should drink and liquids that you shouldn't, such as liquids with volatile sensitivity to changes in temperature and or pressure, liquids that require two mechanical seals to stay put, non-lubricating liquids that produce gases and or solids that may or may not be abrasive, liquids that are seriously goddamn sensitive to agitation, liquids that react with each other to form a solid which is an absolute nightmare, or limitlessly lubricating liquids a nightmare at the other End of the rectum spectrum. Take it from Spoon. And lastly, anything at all consumed
1: by th- Should I drink
2: that.com?
0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 113 for Should I Drink That? This is your host, the Most Reverend Father Spoon, and joining me is Bubby Bubby from Brain Gravy, part of the intellectual inebriates from Brain Gravy. Uh, That's probably
1: too much credit right there.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Bubby, for joining me this evening. The way that this turned out that we're drinking this beer tonight is I was having a conversation on Facebook with... Um, a member of a band, which the intro music that you heard tonight is from a band called Identity X, which is based out of Pittsburgh, so it's a a local group here, and uh, the song is called Kings on the Hill. You'll hear the song in its entirety at the end of the show, but uh, Kings on the Hill is from their soon-to-be-released Wounds of Our History EP. Uh, You'll be able to get all these links off of Should I Drink That? So what happened is I was on Facebook talking to uh, their lead singer, Dave, and he posted a picture of of Old Bay and said how much he's obsessed with Old Bay and just he loves it. And he said, you can find this in anything. And I said, did you know you can find it in a beer? So I I posted a picture of tonight's beer, one of tonight's beers, Dead Rise. It's the Old Bay Summer Ale from Flying Dog. And he said, you have to let me know what this is like. I've never... Heard that this beer was out, let me know, and I figured, who is the closest that I know to the, the hub of Old Bay, but Bobby. so Bubby's here. <laughs> I'm here. So have you had this beer before?:
1: I had it last year.
0: So was this like, was this an exclusive with, the, with your with the uh, Baltimore area, Maryland area, or
1: we get flying dog flying dogs um, in Frederick, Maryland, which is not that far from where I live in Virginia? Um and so um, being Maryland, Maryland is big in crabs and uh, Old Bay, so it's probably part of the thing is you know Maryland beer, and I think the beer supports like some kind of Chesapeake Bay thing or Chesapeake fishermen or something like that.:
0: So is there anything that they they don't put Old Bay on? Because I'm assuming it's like here we have Heinz ketchups huge, and we put Heinz ketchup on pretty much anything that we can get our hands on.
1: Yeah, they make different types of Old Bay, like lemon pepper Old Bay and stuff like that. I've heard people putting it in tuna fish and all kinds of whacked out stuff. Um, there's Old Bay potato chips. Um, so yeah, well,
0: that's kind of fitting because we we do have Heinz ketchup potato chips too. Cool. And it's the only Old Bay that I've had is they act just the the regular seasoning. I, I mean, yeah. that's huge everywhere. I wasn't aware that they had other flavors, but that doesn't surprise me either. I, I, they're owned by Morton's, though, isn't
1: it? Uh, I think it's McCormick. Or McCormick. One of yeah. those. It's owned by somebody. Yeah, and McCormick is uh, out of Maryland, also. Ah, that well, okay. That would make perfect sense then. Yeah, it's definitely a Maryland thing, um, with the Chesapeake Bay and Old Bay, and it, I think it was. I think Old Bay is named after like a a boating line. The beer that they came out with,
0: and you are right, it is owned by McCormick and Company. I don't know why I was thinking Morton's. Probably because of the salt. Probably yeah. That's there's a good chance that, that that's the reason why. Um, so yes, so we we are having the Dead Rise Old Old Bay Summer Ale. Uh, this is five point six percent. Availability is May through September, and it's only in the Mid Atlantic this year. So. Those of us in Pennsylvania can finally get this beer. Um, we heard a lot of hype about it online, and we didn't really know what to expect from it. Uh, IBUs are only twenty-five, which isn't—I don't think it's too shocking for a, a summer ale because summer ales are supposed to be kind of light and and crisp. Yeah. So, not really expecting uh, too much out of that. Uh, one thing that I did see with this is that there is a Dead Rise Cookbook, Volume Number Two. Which is available. Uh, we will have a link for this on our website. And you were right that this does go to benefit some people. Cool. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, so this is dubbed Maryland Pride in a Bottle, uh, the Dead Rise Old Bay Summer Ale. Took the Mid Atlantic by storm last year to celebrate its return. Cookbook came out for a second year, and 100% of the proceeds from the Dead Rise Old Bay. Cookbook will benefit True Blue, which is a program that advocates on behalf of Chesapeake Bay's 5,500 watermen and promotes sustainability harvested
1: Maryland blue crab. So you are absolutely correct that it does go to a good cause. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing something on the bottle. Yeah, proceeds benefit uh, True Blue. True Blue. Nah, let's crack this open. See what... Awesome. Yeah, I'm on the fence. I wasn't. A big fan of this beer last year. Nice head. Get the logo out of the way. About a finger's worth. A Little hazy.
0: So mine just warmed up like a mofo on that. Holy crap! Also, it's out of that Sam Adams glass, which is supposed to push the head up in it on it, anyways. Gotcha. Yeah. Kind uh, of has like a um, like a Belgian nose on it. Yeah. It's like uh, there's some there's spices, like uh, let's say a little bit of a clove. Huh. that is, But it is incredibly clear. That is <laughs> very transparent. You, you can see.
1: Yeah, yours is clearer than mine. Mine's got a little bit of a haze to it. Yeah, I don't know if it's the... the mine might be aspect. colder. My beer fridge is really cold right now for some reason. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm, that's not bad. Wow, you,
0: wow. Right, you really pick up the spices on that. I, wow. All right, so I am surprised that I am getting actual Old Bay out of this.
1: I'm getting like a hint of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, when I, I was talking to uh, one of the guys at a local beer shop around here, and he said the story is that, and I don't know if this is 100% accurate. I'm going to go with it because he was down there. Uh, he had told me that... Old Bay and Flying Dog had worked together on this, and Old Bay actually said, well, here's what we use. Here's the ingredients if you want to deconstruct this to figure out how to make the beer. So I, I thought that was a pretty cool, cool idea, and you, I think you can kind of taste that. that it's, it's got the hint of Old Bay in it. It's got a lot of spice, like a little peppery to it. Yeah, it does. Where I'm thinking that's that's coming from. I mean, that's – head dies fast. I'm not expecting a lot of uh, lacing on this but you definitely get the uh the old spice or the old yeah the old spice old spice <laughs> the old bay
1: aftertaste there we go hope it's not old spice it's not too well last year my complaint was it was like a little too overpowering on the aftertaste and this mm-hmm. isn't bad at all
0: no this would be really good with a uh if you're going to do like a crab boil yeah I wouldn't even mind stay, you know, having this as part of your boil instead of just drinking it with it. Although, I think drinking it with it would be really cool, too. Yep. Especially with the blue crab. As They talk like I'm an expert on crab or something because I've been to Baltimore once. Actually,
1: twice. I only ate there once. I, I've had crabs. I've never made them. I've eaten crabs. I've never prepared them.
0: And yeah, When we were there, we stopped at... I think it was I don't know if it's Captain John's or it's one of the, the captain places. Gotcha. It's there on Fell's Point. And it's and the crab was just unbelievable. The downside to that was when uh when we were there eat, having dinner, we weren't sure what to get. And the one guy that we had as a server was like, Oh yeah, you want to get the smaller ones and just buy a bunch of them. Like, alright, so we we crack you know we pounded them, we cracked them open, and there's like no meat. Meanwhile, the server that was at the people next to us said you want to buy the bigger ones because you're going to get a ton more meat in that. And it's less work. So yeah. that was our lesson for the next time we go.
1: Have you ever ate crabs before?
0: That was my first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a biology
1: experiment, man.
0: Oh, my <laughs> goodness, yeah. Especially when you see the, the lungs and everything Yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect. I, I remember that I went on, uh, went on YouTube and just started looking at every video I could. I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing in the world. I can't yeah, believe and, I would be
1: doing this. But it was the, so good. Yep, yeah, but it it is a lot of work. I'm I'm surprised. Like the the first time I ate them, um, the, the the thoughts I had were like somewhere along the line in human history, somebody looked at this thing skittering around the uh, water and they were so friggin' hungry, you know. They had to they had to eat it, you know. And then it wasn't bad, you know.
0: But you got to wonder how they actually decided. You know, let's throw this thing in some water and see what happens. Let's, let's boil it. Let's figure out how we're gonna eat. That's, that might have been how they did everything. Let's just boil the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, new cooking um, technology. <laughs> yeah,
0: those guys down the road—they got some lobster. Let's try doing the same thing to the crab. Uh, this is. Let's see. I don't know if I would drink more than a couple of these, just because that old bay is kind of like lingering yeah. in my mouth—the bitterness um, and the
1: old, just the old bay taste. I'm curious to see how that would. Yeah, I'm I'm belching it and it's sort of like hanging in my sinuses. <laughs> yeah, it's um but it definitely is not it, it it definitely seems more balanced than it was last year. Like they tweaked it a little or something or, or balanced out the spices better.
0: And see I, I think that was part of my concern going into this is that it was gonna be just a big spice bomb. Is Anytime I see like a, and I hate to say it for this beer, but like a gimmicky beer, it's always over the top, and they kind of did it because they had to, but this is actually a, a pretty decent beer, especially when you get somebody's, you know, get a big brand name involved with this. Yeah. I get um, a little bit citrus on it, not much, which I think would pair well with the Old Bakes. It's almost like having the... You know, like a citrusy finish to your, your crab. but
1: A little little acidic um, kind of quality. A little tart.
0: But uh, I mean, for the most part, it's a pretty good beer. 5.6%, yeah, you're definitely going to have a couple of these anyways. It's, it's not going to matter what the ABV is on it. You're not going to be slamming these things. Hmm. But I, I dig that though. Uh, and now, according to the Flying Dog website, which uh, we'll have a link to this on the w- our website also. on should I drink that? So you guys can check all this stuff out. Uh, you can get information for Old Bay on the the workboat and just about everything else that's going on with uh, Flying Dog and this whole project. But for food pairing, uh, it says to pair it up with piled high <laughs> tables piled high with shrimp, corn, and Maryland blue crab, which is uh, pretty much what I think we we figured out this should be with anyways. Yeah. It is uh it is pretty good. It's I'll
1: I'll give him the credit. I've I've had shrimp with um Old Bay on. It's, it it's pretty tasty, man.
0: I always have a problem with cooking shrimp that it's it never seems to get the flavor that I want no matter what mm-hmm. I mix with it. it I can marinate it in whatever and nothing. The only thing that really seemed to work is when I used uh, Orville Redenbacher's popcorn oil. Oh, gotcha. That that turned out great. The problem was a lot of flare up, but.
1: Oh, on the grill, yeah.
0: Yeah, but for the most part, they came out nice and crisp and just they had, like, a nice oily, buttery pop to it.
2: That,
1: there was a dude that had a podcast. It was, like, Beer Barrel Bob or Barbecue Bob or whatever.
0: Oh, my God. Remember that's, that
1: guy? That's
0: back in the day. Yeah, that was...
1: He, he had a thing where you take, like, a rosemary bush and you take the thick... Freaking branches off it, and then you pull the rosemary off and use those as shrimp skewers on the grill. I've always wanted to try that. That, that that'd be cool. That and a little old bay
0: Barbecue Bob was around in that was like oh seven oh eight. That was like way yeah. in the early days. Like, and, and that guy just barbecued his ass off too. He was always
1: putting out shows. Yeah, he was. He was just like supernova with the podcast. <laughs> Then he disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah.
0: He came into Tiki Chat once, I
1: think. He may have, yeah. And I, I don't think he liked
0: this very much.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either. I remember he was on some of the forums for a brief bit, and then his girlfriend yeah. or whatever was on there also. And
0: there was, I think, there was issues with her or something like she didn't like him drinking with us online, or there was some weird thing. Yeah, I, I
1: think there was some bad vibe going on after that night of him. Popping into uh, chat. <laughs> it happens sometimes when you hang out with us. <laughs> yes. Especially back then. Yeah, I didn't mean to tangent, but I was just thinking about shrimp on the grill. And he had that, that uh, thing with taking the uh, big, thick rosemary bush branches and uh, using those as skewers for shrimp. That's a fantastic idea. I, need to, I, I should think about doing that because
0: we're going to be, we've got some grilling stuff coming up here.
1: Rosemary? That's not a bad idea. Growing rosemary um, really isn't that hard if you get a, a pre started plant. You just put it in a good sized pot, keep it watered. And um, I've almost had them live all the way through the winter. Um, and I was talking to my dad about what do you do if you bring them in and stuff. And he goes, they they tend to die if you bring them in. And I'm like, well, mine tend to die when they're outside. And he's like, just put them real close to the house and shit. So.
0: That's not a bad idea. i got to remember that because ours usually sit out on our back walls, but that's not a bad idea. To, I could even replant them too and just bring them in. So overall, what do you think?
1: Um, this, this year's is better than last year's in my opinion uh, because I kind of like this, whereas last year was kind of like after the second, the second one I was done and I still had four beers left. Um, but, um, yeah, this is enjoyable. Because I I saw you picked up the six pack. Yes, I could not get a single, and so I have a six. So I have five more to enjoy this summer. (laughs) Uh, But but I could definitely see uh, drinking one of these while grilling. Yeah, I I like Flying Dog. And and, uh, back when they moved their main production brewing from Colorado to Maryland, I was really psyched. And so now we get. All their beers all the time, um, like even in a gas station, like, like they'll be Flying Dog. Now, see,
0: I, I'm jealous of that, but also I have noticed that we get a lot more beers around Pennsylvania too that we never had before.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's getting kind of crazy. Like when you when you when you go into Seven Eleven, and there's like Dogfish Head 60 Minute IPA next to Flying Dogs, you know, Raging Bitch, next to New Belgium, you know. And then um, then way over to the end is the Colt 45 and the Miller Lite.
0: So we have big news coming out of
1: BrewDog,
0: of all places. Don't usually talk about BrewDog much, but BrewDog is opening their first brewery in the United States, and it will be located in Columbus, Ohio.
1: That's, that's too cool, man.
0: I don't know what Columbus did to get this, but good for them. They have uh, There's some really great breweries coming out of, well, that I've been in in Ohio for a while. And the fact that they did pick Columbus, like, it's, it's a nice town. Um, there's a good beer scene, but I just, I think with everyone that was in the running, I didn't expect Columbus. I, I thought there would be, and I just, I didn't think that they had a shot. Seriously, that, I, I looked at the rest of them, but I guess you know they had a good package put together, huh. and they really sold the shit out of it. But they're yeah, they're going to build a, a facility there in Columbus. And that's it, cool. They're going to hire over you know 100 and some people, It's good for them. Uh, it's great that they're bringing jobs into the community, and it's I mean Columbus is a, it's one of those towns that you, you want to kind of root for because like they you didn't hear about them for a while, everyone thought they were kind of dead, and then you know blue jackets go there and it's just it starts to build up and they're starting to get a really cool craft beer scene and now this and it's only three and a half hours from me so I'm really happy
1: oh that <laughs> but, is cool
0: that I'll be that close to them but yeah Brewdog uh, had a really great post which I'll link to off of should I drink that uh, we're checking it out now here in the, in the live feed and it's it goes into a lot of detail about what's gonna happen with Columbus I mean, great for them um, We've had a lot of great beer people come out of there too. And I I just think this is this is great, especially for the East Coast.
1: Because they're, that, they're not that really, is really cool, Atlantic, though. So. Yeah. That so is really think, cool. I'm looking forward to uh, getting fresh brew dog. I, I think
0: that'll be great because a lot of the brew dog that we've had here is it's been hit or miss. Nothing's really been overly impressive, but I hear from people who get it. You know, closer towards the brewery, they're like, "It's really a good beer." It's unfortunate you guys have to get it imported in, and yeah, because it's, I mean, it's a decent beer that I've had, but it's, it hasn't been anything mind blowing. But I hear it's, it's like everything else. When you're closer to the brewery, of course, you're gonna yeah. get better beer, and then you have to think about shipping it across seas. But so yeah, this is definitely a huge news for us, and uh, you know, congratulations, Columbus. That that's fantastic. And they were, I don't know what the result of the vote was, but Ohio was voting to raise the alcohol limit on beer produced in the state. Uh, it was at, capped at, I think, 12% or 13%, and they were going for 21
1: so, Well, if BrewDog's moving in, um, it'd be a good idea to raise the alcohol
0: limit. I think that, that might have been like a deciding factor for them to come in. its I, I believe it passed. I have to double-check to find out. Because I remember seeing that it was going to the vote and then I never heard what happened with it. But it, for most of Brew Dogs, like, extreme beers, they're going to need to get something more than 12% in that state. I think that I don't think that they would move to Ohio if that wasn't going to be a possibility. Yeah. No, granted, we're not going to see, like, their 34% and their 56%. You're not going to see, like, Sink the Bismarck coming out of them. No. And you're not going to see a dead squirrel. But but the fact that we could get more beer here is, is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. One thing I noticed too is, so I was uh, trolling around on the I shouldn't say trolling, I was lurking around on the craft uh, brewer's website, and I was just curious how many breweries that we had in Pennsylvania. We're up to two hundred and three. Holy crap! Which just blew my mind that we had that in Pennsylvania. And I started going through the list, and there's some that have have closed since, but still, the fact that that number was even that close.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: just I, I think is amazing and, and says something about the whole craft beer industry right now and, and the culture and where it's going because it's, I remember you know, five years ago, Pittsburgh had maybe five to eight breweries and now we have 23. Wow. And even up in Erie, they've got in the Erie, I should say Erie County area, so for those of you unfamiliar with Pennsylvania, this would be uh, northwest, the northwest corner up there on Lake Erie and they have they've got like eight breweries up there now. There's actually Damn. three in the three in the city of Erie and then in the surrounding areas there's five more. So it's just it's unbelievable that we're getting back to the days where you could kind of go anywhere you want and there's probably going to be a brewery within like 5 miles of you. Yeah. So good for craft beer. Congratulations brewers. Yay craft beer. Alright, so while we get ready for the next beer, uh, we're going to cut into song number two from our buddies over at IdentityX, and this one is called The Depth Perception. This is off their full-length album, Perception is Reality, which came out in 2009. Take a listen to it, and we'll catch you back.
2: On towards a darkened sky And he tries, oh he tries But these store-bought wings, they talk and sing But never seem to fly Clever words inspire And a voice that echoes soft and
0: There is the depth perception from Identity X, local Pittsburgh band. You can check them out at idxmusic.com. They're also on the Facebook, the Twitters, and the Spotify. We'll give you links to that here shortly. But let's go into the final beer of the evening. Kind of a classic. Southern Tier Unearthly IPA. Big guy. 22 ounce. So at Southern Tier Brewing Company... Vigorously hot beer is our standard and inspiration. We continue a commitment to innovation with our most aggressive offering. yet unearthly is a manifestation of the brewer's craft, skillfully balancing art and the forces of nature to produce a divine liquid. delicately pour a taste into a fluted glass I, I don't have a flute i close enough, I guess I don't have flute. <laughs>
1: Okay, it's got a Southern Tier logo on
0: it. It does. This is my Southern Tier tulip glass, so we're gonna we're gonna go with nice. that. Nice. Uh, smell the enhancing aromas of the hops waft forward. I don't think I've ever seen waft in a description before. As your first sip divulges, this beer, this beer's reverent soul. To underestimate unearthly is a trifle with the mysteries of the universe. So please consume wisely. This might be the. Most well-written description of a beer that I have ever seen. Damn. Uh, the availability is this is a year-round offering and water bottles, half kegs, uh, six tools, And also if you pick up a variety pack of their beers, uh, there are 12 ounce bottles rumored to be going around. Nice. Uh, I don't think I have we're starting to get 12 packs here. In Pennsylvania, that's a new thing that we have: is that beer distributors can now sell twelve packs. So, I'm expecting to see a lot of these coming in. I believe this is a uh, package with the Gemini and another one, too. maybe the Two X IPA. I have, I saw it once, and these beers are very hard to come by in 12 uh, ounce bottles.
1: Yeah, and and the Gemini, they uh, changed it. It's before they blended the unearthly oh. with um, uh, I can't remember the other beer, but now they they have a recipe for it, and then it's with, it's, it's with their hop, or hope. Like. Yes, the wheat beer, or yeah. it was mostly wheat. Um, it, but now it's it's a recipe that emulates that blending of the two.
0: But it's not. I missed that honestly. That was one of my top three beers, and when they got rid of it, I was pissed. I was, was pissed too really pissed. especially because the the label was really cool too it had like that kind of like the um the shiny is it like the old um was, was that' sports flicks those uh those old baseball cards that were the stickers yes they go in the albums like back in the 80s. that's what it reminded me of like those kind of cards mm-hmm. it was just nice shiny glare it was beautiful and a little uh 3d prism thing going on with it too with the astronaut and the yeah. space capsule, it was an awesome one. Yes. Yeah. So if we ever get up to Southern Tier, I want to I want to ask him about that because I really missed that beer. That was like I looked forward to every January getting that beer. Mm-hmm. But now we've got the unearthly, so we're gonna drink this instead. This is a nine point five percent IPA. Oh, room temperature. Uh, Storm room temperature is forty two degrees Fahrenheit because they put that on the bottle, which is kind of nice to see. Uh, Not that too many people actually pay attention to that besides beer geeks, but, hey, more power to you. Let's crack this open. Uh, It does have two types of malt and four varieties of hops. Ooh. I have not had this beer in years, and I think the reason for that is because I know it's a good beer. I never bothered going back to it because I wanted to try other things. Mm Mm-hmm. But so when I heard that you had this, I'm like, oh, I gotta get that beer. It's been too long.
1: Yeah, I was walking down the aisle at the grocery store, and they had it in the cooler section. I was like, awesome, man, this smells good. Holy crap!
0: Wow. Oh, that's sweet. I'm not getting too much of the hop. I'm getting a lot of sweet malt to it.
1: I can smell the malt through the hop. Yeah, and a little alcohol. There's a. I'm getting a. L-
0: a little bit of the hops are coming through. It's like uh, it's slightly grassy, but I'm not. I'm getting mostly malt on this thing.
2: I think
1: it's saturated my sinuses.
0: This is uh, wow. It's like a it's a copperish color. It's kind of it's still kind of light though, which is what kind of surprises me. Like for an IPA, that is that's mm-hmm. pretty clear for an IPA.
2: Oh, light. Yeah.
1: especially this. This is a double.
0: Yeah, but this when you when you look at this. At the, the head on this. I mean, that, that's, just, that's a gorgeous head. That's a nice, white, creamy-looking
1: head. All right. Man, this is good. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Christ. Wow. That's a hot bomb from hell. Whew. Wow, that is... Ooh, a little Definitely wash the uh, residual Old Bay off the tongue, that's for sure. It <laughs> has. It's
0: basically going in there and killing any other kind of taste you could have possibly had in your
1: mouth yes. all day. Like the back yeah. of my tongue is stomped in bitterness. Mmm, I like that.
0: A little peppery. But the the sweetness, uh, it's it definitely got a, I guess, a, a caramel-esque sweetness to it. Yeah, a smidge. Wow.
1: It's, Those um, hops really punchy in the palate. My yes. gosh. Yeah, it's mm. um, piney, for lack of a better word. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Little, I get it like it's slightly resiny. A little resin to it.
1: Like the aroma to me is a little grassy Yeah, in a way. But the flavor is like the opposite.
0: Yeah, if you ever just want to sit down and analyze an IPA for a little bit, holy shit, this is... And this will change the way that you've... If you're getting, new getting into the craft beer, this is definitely going to just throw you a curveball. Holy shit.
1: It seems to uh, be a little sticky on the glass with the bubbles.
0: Yep. You know what? I, I don't know if Southern Tier makes, like, a really bad beer. Uh, I've had some, like, eh, so-so beers from them. But, geez, every time they make an IPA, it's just, it's always just, like, top shelf.
1: Yeah. All their Imperial stuff. Um, yeah. Kick-ass. You, you got the chocolate orange, right?
0: I do. I have the. That's going to be for uh, for later this evening. I can't wait to crack that one open. The chocolate orange, yeah. Chocolat. That, that's a good beer, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to see how that's, especially after having this.
1: Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> that'll go, but uh, yeah, I'm it's. Gonna, um, uh,
0: I, I might have to go out and rinse after this one, and just. But this is definitely something I want to sit back with and just, man. When I, when people ask me what's a really good IPA that that's readily available. I'm actually surprised that uh, the distribution for Southern Tier, like our our friends out in California know Southern Tier. I think that's fantastic because they're they're in Lakewood, New York, which is up by Lake Chautauqua, and it's it's not exactly like a a place that you would think of for a brewery.
1: It's more like wine country, isn't
0: it? Yeah. It's close to the Erie Wine Trail, and uh, it's about, I don't know, probably about a half hour from Lake Erie. Okay. Something like that. I was looking at it on a map. And uh, let's see. I think from there to Erie is maybe an hour, if that. So wow. I mean, they're they're relatively close to to Erie. And when I lived up in Erie, I, nobody knew of Southern Tier. In fact, I don't even know if they were around much when I lived up there, because I moved out in the late '90s. But the fact that you know they're making good beer up, up in up by Chautauqua, like it's just mm-hmm. it blows my mind. Like, that's not a place that you would think of as a, that would have really good beer.
1: You know, back when my kids trick-or-treated and stuff is, you know, pound a pumpkin and then go out, you know, they're out trick-or-treating and I'm standing out in the road.
0: The earliest that I will drink a pumpkin beer is after the 15th of September, and it's just out of principle. Like, I know some of the beers are coming out before that, but I'm like, I can't drink. I don't want to think fall mm-hmm. when it's still beautiful outside. Yeah. I love fall. Like, fall's my favorite season, but I don't want to be drinking pumpkin beer in the middle of summer. No. The, it, that's like you know when they, they come out with christmas sales in
1: in august why yes well the, the thing is is pumpkin is it's another imperial ale and um and it's very well balanced but it's it's like this it's a kick in the head with the alcohol and right. and stuff and you know hot day i just don't you know think of pumpkin spices and um you know that type of beverage as I'm, you know, grilling at sunset, you know, type of thing.
2: Well, you know,
0: the dude bros go to the bar, and they're like, dude, I want, my, I want the pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer is out. And the, I've talked to several brewers about this, and they've told me, like, if it's going to sell, we need to make money. Yes. We kind of have to do that to survive, and I totally understand that, and I respect that. And some guys are like, well, you know, we're just we're we're gonna be sticklers and hold out. But those guys also have been around for a long time and can kind of get away with that and, and then come out. But the problem is, when beers come out in the season, then everyone's tired of them. Yeah. So when you actually yep. get beers made out of pumpkin, nobody wants to drink. Cause they're like, ah, oh, I've already had them.
1: Yeah. Uh, to we, we had pumpkin beers easily from the last week in July. Well into like February before they finally started pulling them off the shelves, and uh, one grocery store, Wegmans, um, had like a little castle built, one half pumpkin, the other half warlock, and uh, I must have drank four pumpkins and three warlocks in 2014. Yeah, in 2014, because it was always there. there, you know. I thought you were going to say saying one night I had. No, <laughs> Jesus, I'd be. <laughs> You'd be you can all place, yeah. You can pumpkin, pumpkin seeds, pumpkin seeds.
0: Well, it's, I was at a local six-pack shop, and they still have pumpkin for seventeen ninety-nine a bottle. Oh, that's ridiculous. my like, the beer's almost a year old, but I mean the the place generally sells beers, like, bombers that I would pick up at my local supermarket. I should say, well, actually, I should say Giant Eagle because not all supermarkets in Pennsylvania can sell beer yet. Uh, but I go to Giant Eagle, and I know they buy everything in bulk, which, whatever, it happens. Mm. And I could buy pumpkin there for nine ninety nine. Even some of the other bottle shops, I can buy it for ten ninety nine. And then I go to other ones, and they're seventeen ninety nine. They're twenty dollars. I'm like, how the hell are you people selling this? No wonder it's still available a year from now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, delicious beer. Thank you, Southern Tier.
1: And it's consistently good. It is. They don't mess with it. Ah. Hey, uh, tonight's band, Identity X, is on Spotify.
0: Yes, they are. And the cool thing is, so there are whole albums on there. I don't know when their next one's coming. I I wasn't given when their next one's coming out yet, but their uh their their collection there from their last album is on is on uh, Spotify. So final thoughts for tonight. What do you think about these beers?
1: Um. The Old Bay, or the Dead Rise, um, Flying Dog Dead Rise um, with Old Bay, I definitely think it's better than it was last year. It seems, to me, more uh, balanced than it was last year. Last year seemed to be a little too much Old Bay. Um, It's a more drinkable beer. And then Southern Tier Unearthly is one of my favorite IPAs ever. Um, I give it a five on... um, Untapped, and uh, it's my cat's favorite beer. It's the beer that made her into <laughs> a uh, alcoholic. I sent you the link to the picture of her the first time she drank it.
0: Well, overall, uh, I thought the I thought the the Dead Rise was a good beer, uh, very crisp, citrusy, which surprised me. Uh, but you could I could definitely pick up the Old Bay, which was if you're not an Old Bay fan, you're not going to like this beer. You no. just, flat out, you're not going to like it. Uh, I, I liked the hints of Old Bay. It wasn't overpowering, but it, it was enough that I could tell it was there and I, I really appreciate it. It's um, if you've had Old Bay, you know the taste. Otherwise you might think that it's a little a uh, little bit clove like, a little peppery. Yeah. Uh, I thought it, a little bit of a tart finish. It wasn't too bad. I' liked it. I could probably have one, maybe two of those. So it's not something that I would buy a six-pack and sit down with them, but it's it's something I would share with my friends, and I would absolutely cook with it. I think it, there's a lot of possibilities for that beer. Uh, when it comes to the Southern Tier Unearthly IPA, just a fantastic IPA. Dear God, it's just it's caramely. It, it, it yeah, it's got the the sweet caramel to it. It's uh, malty. It's just it's great beer. Uh, yeah, little piney. Got the hop kick to it, slightly resinous, uh, great beer. I can't complain. And I think that uh, they did a fantastic job. with The Southern Tier, good job. Uh, You can visit them at stbcbeer.com. And also Flying Dog is at flyingdogbrewery.com. Link's off of Should I Drink That. But, hey, if you do want to catch up with us on the social networks, this is where it gets long-winded. Twitter and Periscope, because uh, eventually here I'm going to start doing the Periscope thing. I have the account though uh, at S I D T. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram are all should I drink that? Snapchat is S I D T beer, and as always on Untapped, you could follow me as Spoon. Thank you to Identity X for providing the music for this show. You can catch them on Facebook, which their name is Identity X. Hey. Eh? Uh, Twitter is idxmusic and we will have a link to Spotify because it's a really long URL to get to them. Uh, they, we're gonna close they, they need
1: to fix that,
0: just in my spot, opinion. Spotify needs to do something with that yeah. for their artists. They need to have uh, custom URLs made for that. Yeah, like a link shortener and then yeah. give it the
1: band name and bam.
0: Like spoti.fy or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some way that they can they can fix that. Um, so we started the show with Kings on the Hill. We're gonna end with the the complete version of that. And as a special treat, they also have a version of, I think this is pretty cool, uh, we're gonna have a version of their cover of Journey's Separate Ways, which is a very heavy version. Ooh, yeah, it's it's pretty thrashing version of Separate Ways. So that will be available on the Should I Drink That website Go to com to figure that out, find it out, whatever you're going to do with that. And as always, if you're on Stitcher or iTunes, please subscribe and leave a review. The more stars, the better. And uh, I will bring this up now. I wasn't going to, but I think I will. Um, we are in the process, or I am in the process, we are going to be moving hosts for the where the show is contained, um, we're going to do, be doing some upgrades here over the summer. So hopefully by, I want to say the end of August, early September, uh, there's a whole new SIDT experience, including an app, is on its way. So Damn. we're going
2: to guys are
1: yeah. like in the twenty-first century.
0: I know there's going to be an app. There's going to be a new website. There's a new host. There's like a whole new bunch of stuff going on. If you are curious to find out how to advertise, I did say advertise on should I drink that. Contact me, webmaster, at shouldidrinkthat.com or go to the shouldidrinkthat.com website. There is a contact form on there. That's a lot to remember in a show. If you'd like to see us wear some swag, like my shirt, thank you for Pennant Factory for doing this wonderful shirt. Uh, Contact me. Let me know. Or shouldidrinkthat.com, episode 113. This is the Most Reverend Father Spoon and... This is Bubby. That's Bubby. We're drinking it. So you don't have to. Have a good night. Cheers. Bitches. On a
2: revolution, it's about to hold us down, seeking out the retribution of a king who.